The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Ladies and gentlemen, I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. It's in this league. My style is impetuous. My defense is impregnable. Come again with Scott Bogman and Chris Welsh. Can't wait. What does that do? Did that blow your mind? That just happened. Welcome in to In This League right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Our three-hour outlet. We get to just do what we want. Whatever we want, I do what I want. A three-hour tour. Whatever I want. I listen to uh, a bunch of white trash people shoot off fireworks in a parking lot and all the neighbors' dogs bark. That's what I get. Yeah, I mean... Happy Fourth of July weekend! You know, the the crossover of your age is really kind of actually defined by how you treat Fourth of July. <laughs> you are a young... You know, you you have the world by the cojones when you go out on 4th of July, you party, you're drinking, maybe you have a boat, maybe your friends rent a house, you know, you're doing fireworks, you're doing dumb crap, you're putting it on uh, on Instagram. That's when you got the world by the cojones. You play defensive end for the Giants. Sure, you got lots of money, you blow up your fingers, whatever you do. <laughs> Those are, and, and maybe you even call an adolescent. The switch happens when 4th of July is defined by you saying things like this. God, my dog really gets stressed out on 4th of July. (laughs) I really worry about the dogs that break through the fences and get out. I really don't like when fireworks are going off at 10.30 p.m. I'm going to just stay home, keep away from the crazies. That's me. That's been me for about nine years. I got to be honest. I, I kind of like fireworks. I, I got to be honest. I, I do. And, and I know it's sure, kind of a pretty. ruby thing. No, you know. pretty. <laughs> sure, sure. I mean, you know, you look up in the sky with your gaping mouth open and go, oh, it's oh. cool. I get it, but I still kind of like them, even though they're dumb, right? But, but what does that mean? I don't like them in the parking lot of my apartment complex. No. You are super trashy if you do that. And I live in a nice con- uh, complex, and I couldn't believe that people were shooting them off. Come to find out, it's the trashy one right behind mine. Yeah. So I, I have I live in a in a pretty nice community. You've been here, Bogman. It's a it's a very nice community. And I got a two story house, and it kind of overlooks. If I look on the back, there's you know I can see all the houses and trees, and it's very nice. And when Fourth of July goes on, and it's eleven thirty p.m., and you hear the fireworks going off, and I'm just like I'm standing looking out the window. I feel like I'm looking down on the world. I'm hearing the fireworks, 
and I'm just a scathing old man. And I'm like, oh, these mother- I'm going to call the cops. I'm like, the minute it hits 10 o'clock, I'm calling the cops because I legally can. I don't know. I just, it's, uh, I'm a little bit of a curmudgeon. Try to avoid, uh, you know, being on the roads. I got kids and stuff, so I have to, you know, acquiesce some of it so we can go see fireworks and, and things like that. But it's well, just you're doing them at a proper minimal. place, you know, they're going off in a park or, you know, they're, they're going off in an area where it's appropriate for fireworks to go off on the 4th of July and an appropriate time. You know, I had uh, the I called the cops on some white trash people like three or four years ago when I lived in a particularly dumpy apartment complex and they were literally shooting them off by my car. So, oh, I mean, because those idiots are like, let's put these oh, off in the middle hammered. of the road. It's 2 o'clock in the morning. Oh, we got four left. Let's just shoot them off here. Yeah. You know, no one's asleep. Everyone likes fireworks. Woo! It's the same people that had 25 people in their apartment on Thanksgiving in a two-bedroom apartment. So, you know, they were very, very trashy, horrible neighbors. So Yeah, I mean, the cynical just nature, it, it just grows and grows. Really, holidays... Now that I think about it, holidays kind of bring out the old person in you. If you really think <laughs> about it, like like we're still young. I mean, we're talking about this. I mean, there's probably people listening that are like, "You ain't so young," but we're in our mid thirties, you know. So we're both thirty five. Am I thirty five? Yeah. All right. Am I? <laughs> I? I'm forgetting now. We're both thirty five. Thirty five. Yes. So we're right in the middle of before the crisis begins, and we're we're young enough to like not be viewed as a curmudgeon, but. Just holidays in general, they, they just kind of show themselves of, 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 of who you really man, are. It's, we're, what's your problem, dude? Yeah, yeah that, <laughs> that's 100%. That's, that's what we are. What's, what's your, your problem, deal, man? Dude? What's your deal, yeah. dude? Yeah, like, dude, how- you should have heard me. I sound like an 80-year-old man. I walked out of my apartment, oh, and some fireworks had gone on after 10 over by me. Scared the crap out of me uh, because I'm just sitting here in my apartment, you know, uh, doing some work on we the were computer. Recording. We were recording when one of them went off. Yeah. So I walk out, and this poor guy couldn't hear me. I'm like, you shooting off fireworks? He's like, yeah, yeah, I, I saw them. I'm like, you shooting them off? He's like, yeah, I, I saw them. And I'm like, that's the last one. And he goes, what? Huh? I'm like, you're not shooting off anymore. That's you're it's over with. You're done. Tiny guy. It's like, oh, no, no, I, I'm not shooting them off. I just saw them. They're coming from that place. So I'm like, oh, oh. I'm was like, he a, t- I was just he a tiny him. guy? No, he's a big dude. No. So bigger no. than me. Oh, you so, got, we got your big boy pants on. <laughs> I don't get I just get in rage mode when that stuff happens. You but know? like, when's the last time you went out for St. Patrick's Day? Oh, man, I've worked so many St. Patrick's Days. Um, I mean, we're not the best people for this. I know there are people out there still into I, their 30s I, I and stuff. I remember going out drinking it. green beer and almost, too. you know, pissing myself when I, I was driving home. I told you a story. I, one, one of those years I had like, I had a green mullet on and I just had random waitress waitresses come up and just like make out with me just randomly. Right. And uh, it's, it's great times, but I don't want any of that. I don't want to wear – I don't want attention. I don't want to be around people. Like going out <laughs> to fireworks – I'm around a lot of people. No thanks. You were contemplating going to the Diamondbacks game for Fourth of July. Pfft, all that it's mess. sold out. Yeah, I, I was actually disappointed because I feel like at least the Fourth of July celebration is it's encapsulated with baseball celebration, right? So like all the pe- it's not a bunch of drunk idiots who have been getting hammered all day long staring up at the sky and pushing people out of the way so they can see the fireworks. It's a bunch of baseball fans. 
So that's actually my most favorite thing to do. But I should have known better because the Cardinals are in town and they're a super popular team wherever they go. And the game sold out, so I didn't get to go. Yeah, we weren't going to that. Well, one thing I can tell you, hopefully you guys had a safe fourth uh, weekday. How worthless, by the way, is Fourth of July on a Wednesday? Wednesday. Give me a break. (laughs) Let's just cancel it and let's play uh, Fourth of the Sixth. We were on full 60, and I didn't realize that the 4th of July wasn't celebrated until, like, the 40s. Yeah, I know. That's weird. I don't— It's very strange. Yeah. But, I mean, also at the same time, though, think about, like, do you assume people in the 1800s were celebrating holidays? Like, I don't see—I I don't see cowboys celebrating Christmas in my brain. Well, in uh, uh, Gangs of New York, I remember them celebrating the 4th of July, so— It was not uh, the 20s? I, I just, uh, just kind of thought it was uh, being celebrated. Yeah, but that was before the 40s. So no holidays in Deadwood. So I just assume nothing was going on whatsoever. There's barely people living in Deadwood. <laughs> hopefully, yeah, hopefully all was safe and all was good. But one thing that will be remembered coming into July, July 1st is a brand new holiday. It is the day that the NBA died. Now, that's dramatic. I'm being dramatic. And I know there's a lot of people that have had plenty of this. Our show is on Saturday, so we're a little late to the game, but we're going to talk about this. We're going to go through what happened because uh, I, I wouldn't say we're experts by any means, but one thing we do have knowledge of is basketball. Because And there's a lot of people, which I think is hilarious, that are commenting about basketball that hardly pay attention to basketball. We've been doing a basketball podcast for five years, five years into that podcast and lifelong basketball guys. So we've always we've delved into the game plus all the industry people we have had on, you know, we have been um, invested in basketball. And what's gone down during free agency is it's just wild where the where the NBA has turned. And when you didn't think where LeBron, like this is the most amazing part about this, Bachman, the biggest story isn't LeBron leaving for Cleveland. Like that's what happened in this NBA free agency. So there's a lot to unpack where do you want to start? Do you want to start with LeBron? Do let's just go- start with Cousins. Okay, let's start with Cousins. Get it out of the bag. Demarcus Cousins. There, I think there's a form of people feeling like the ultimate manipulation of the system was done. And I think part part of that well, could be true and part of that is true. But part of it is being overblown because people see a $5.5 million contract and they go, what the hell? But the guy is not going to be playing immediately off here. So that has to be taken with it. But the problem is DeMarcus Cousins is going to be on a playoff team. Probably, I don't want to call him, uh, I don't want to say definitive healthy, but a relatively healthy DeMarcus Cousins on a completely affordable contract. More affordable than any free agent that is signing a contract right now. He's go- It's a super team and it's a manipulation of the system that has more fans than I've ever seen turning on the game yeah i mean to, to be honest th- this this move is terrible for basketball i don't know how i don't know that it helps as much as people are giving it credit for everyone's saying honest. like 75 game over under and it's like bro well, he's gonna... not gonna play for yeah bro he's not gonna play for 55 of those games I've, he might not so. be on the team on valentine's day yeah i mean that's like legitimately yeah that's a legit thing he so. could play december they're talking about i think that's a bit aggressive they, why? I, I mean, but he, like being on the Warriors. Yeah. Why would he? No, no. You just nailed you it. Know, because he, here's what it. you got to think about, especially like for anyone thinking about fantasy basketball. They have no reason to rush him because without him, they're going to win 65 games. 
So they could let him he not played, play the entire regular season. They that five million dollars that is an investment towards their championship. They want him for the playoffs, and that's what they're going to do. So they are going to baby his ass all the way to the championship game until they he win. He played it. forty-eight games last year. Where do you think do you? Uh, and you may remember this, but where do you think he finished in fantasy, Demarcus Cousins? Um, well, under averages or totals? Averages. I think. Oh, I think he finished like uh, like fifteenth or something. 12th yeah 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 <laughs> top first round player what were <laughs> those numbers do you have them yeah he, uh 470 from the field 746 from the line 2.23 is a game 25.2 points 12.9 boards so averaging a double double 5.4 assists 1.6 blocks 1.6 steals and five turnovers he is a high turnover dude, dude. so and this is nine cat i bet in eight cat he was probably uh, eight or nine because he didn't have those five turnovers yeah, well i so. mean he's an in- actually interesting from a fantasy perspective you got to wonder if, if some of those numbers are going to go down because They're he's going to have go the down. ball yeah they are all are going to go down but he's gonna have the ball in his hands less this is what that roster looks like by the way demarcus cousins draymond green kevin durant clay thompson steph curry the amount of memes and jokes I've seen where people are like... Thanos signs a three-year deal with the Warriors. Well, dude, right? people are like, I can't draft a fantasy team that's that dominant. Did I you can't see put the, that together in NBA 2K. Do you see the Enos Cantor one? No. The, the, the Enos Cantor sent out one, and it was Adam Silver signs with the Golden State Warriors for the, for a mid-level exception. Enos Cantor's so. actually A-plus on Twitter. Uh, underrated, by the way. Everyone gives it all to Joel Embiid, but Enos Cantor's pretty good. Also, I mean, the uh, the overall hypocrisy around the league was pretty on point when this happened because half the NBA players were like, what? Huh? How's this going to? Every Did you single- see them interviewing Jaron Jackson after his first summer league game? No. They're, they're interviewing Triple J. And uh, they, they say, oh, yeah, you know, you're in the West. It's tough. DeMarcus Cousins just signed with the Warriors. And he's like, are you serious? And... Uh, she's like, yeah, that just happened. It just broke. And he just started laughing. He's like, well, it's the West. You know, I mean, what's he going to say? What's a joke? Uh, It is a joke. Now, listen, I will acknowledge that he's not going to play like the regular season. He's not going to play a ton. Like it's not you got to remember, you're not looking at five million dollars for 82 games. You're looking at. $5 $5 million for, let's call it 35 games. Just for and he's just sake. going there to get a ring. He I is mean, 100% doing 100%. that. But the problem is, is superstars of this caliber, it looks like manipulation of the system. He comes out and says, oh, I don't know, you know, my, I wasn't getting the offers. You know, I didn't have the offers on the table due to the injury. Pelicans offered him $40 million bucks. Get out of here. You, you got the offers. Two years, two years, $20 million a year, $40 million. The guy's getting, he's going to get his ring. And he's going to walk away, and he's going to get a max contract the following year. It's an ingenious plan, but a manipulation of the system that the NBA has no control over. And the worst thing that could possibly happen to—I mean, I would say a very close-knit, friendly game that you know, like you build—you build relationships, and and it's been one of the positive things about basketball is you build those relationships with players because they're so few comparatively to football and basketball you build them more intensely and you've got really intense fans multiple things have happened they've strengthened a division that just it's essentially you know what this is this is like the nfl and like the what was it the um the ufl remember that (laughs) like they've essentially become two the competition in the leagues 
it's not close. It's it's not even remotely close. So and somebody s- mentioned this on on Reddit the other day, the Welsh, that uh, because those super teams out west, are, you know, LeBron's going to L.A. We haven't even talked about that. Uh, Houston's still really good. Uh, the rich get richer in Golden State. Like those teams building up. Are they're going to beat up the bottom dweller teams in the West more, and the bottom de- dweller teams are going to have a better opportunity to get a high pick in the draft because they'll have more lottery balls because they have more overall losses than the, everyone in the East who's kind of beaten up on each other, but no one's really horrible. Yeah, I so, mean, think about the pairings that are out there. You've got Westbrook and George. You've got Harden and Paul, uh, the stupid, idiotic team that the Warriors have. You've got, I mean, the Lakers are a whole other conversation that we'll talk about them on the other side of the break because it is odd that LeBron James signs his contract to L.A., yet they've kind of just been piecing a bunch of role players around him. But maybe this is the classic. But I mean, that's the, classic the same stuff MJ he thing. had in uh in yeah, that's the same stuff that he had in Cleveland. And yeah, he but he the does, they don't have a Kevin Love. They don't have a Kevin Love there. They've they got Brandon yet. Ingram, Kyle Kuzma. Those are not <laughs> the, not necessarily the same players. But they got Rondo. What are you saying? Yeah, dude, Ron. By the way, Rondo got f- almost four million dollars more for his one year contract than Demarcus Cousins got. <laughs> Those two are best friends, by the way. Those two are best friends. Marcus Cousins, nah, I'm not going to go to L.A., man. I'm going to go to Golden State. I'm going to get that easy ring, and then I'm going to make that big money. And it is a slap in the face of basketball, but it's basketball's problem. Basketball is the one that has been making mistakes left and right from the old regime that's, that just hasn't been addressed with the new regime. We're going to talk about that. Maybe the trade that shows the uh, overall hypocrisy of the NBA and maybe the slow downfall Plus, LeBron James, a Los Angeles Laker, and a whole bunch more. So don't go anywhere. This is In This League right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. You can listen to us over on iHeart. Tune in. Podcasts are always there. Or the Fantasy Sports Radio app. So don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Bogman Welsh in this league. Did you know that you can listen to this show live on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network? Listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, or download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free, 24-7, 365 Fantasy Sports Network of its kind without a subscription. Check out YouTube Live on the Fantasy Sports Network YouTube page and participate in the program in there, where you can ask questions, discuss the topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your question. The number is 844-84-FNTSY. That's 844-843-6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network, your free fantasy source, 24 hours a day. You want to punch me right now, but you won't. Why don't you punch me in the face? Punch me in the face! Hey, Derek, you know what's always good for shoulder pain? What? If you lick my... In this league... Welcome back in this league, in this league.com and the ITL fantasy podcast, football, baseball, basketball. Plus we got prospects college. There is so much content out there. So don't tell us uh, that we didn't warn you. Don't say that we didn't uh, provide you all of that great stuff. Bogman. I have a question for you before you start. Okay. I, I, I want to know, is it more upsetting that golden state can get Kevin Durant, 
and DeMarcus Cousins or that LeBron can just walk to L.A. Uh, when they have nothing over there, like at least Kevin Durant went over from Oklahoma City to Golden State because Golden State built from within. They did the right things. They did. You know that, I mean? That's something that's not being considered here is they, they drafted got, they Curry. They drafted Curry. They, dra- they got Green in the second round. They, drafted they got Clay, Clay Thompson. Thompson in like the 20s. No doubt. So. They, I mean, they, they did the drafting the right way. They built a young core. But I'll still say it's the Golden State issue. I mean, good for them that they were able to fit but all no of these team, stars like, in. No one would ever go to Golden State because it's in Oakland. You know what I mean? People are going to L.A. just because it's in L.A. That's just the most annoying thing in the world. Well, but it's also it's a, it's a story. I mean, it makes franchise. sense. I'm not blaming them. I'm My just problem is players are openly taking less money to do this, but they want to win. It's what they can do with the system. Everybody has the ability to it. It is our fault. But more so than anything, it's not like these guys are taking like a couple bucks less to go play over there. They're they're getting players, and this is part of the NBA that really drives me crazy, and and this is where the fix needs to happen. They've got this entire system of the buyout structure. The buyout structure structure screws everything because what ends up happening, take uh, Dwight Howard, for instance. He's got a bunch of money. He's traded to the Nets. And then they buy him out. The guy is going to make all this freaking money that's going to be paid by the Nets. So he's going to go sign a mid-level contract with uh, the Wizards. You know, $5 million. That's a guy that's going to want 15 to $18 million a year. The only reason they take less money is because they are getting paid from another spot. So you've got veterans that have made some money and just want to win a ring, and they're taking millions upon millions of dollars less. You've got players that are bought out of contracts that immediately go and play for the almost championship-type teams for uh, pennies on the dollar. And then you've got players that are openly uh, taking a whole lot less to go and try to win a championship to make super teams. But the NBA has allowed this, so it it is a bit hypocritical for us or anyone on Twitter to um, just get up in arms. But there's got to be a point where we say, is it, you got to take care of this. Is it... Um... Isn't it kind of respectable in some way that a player would take less money to go win a ring? Because that's the ultimate team goal is to win a ring. The ultimate personal goal is to make a ton of money. On the surface, I want to say that you're right. I want to say that at the end of the day, we would actually hope for that for most of our players. We would hope that the most important thing would be winning a championship. There's something off about it. There's something... uh, there's something Off-putting. not right about it uh, in the NBA. It's not because, and and maybe it's part of the structure of how the league looks. It's so I weighted think it's to the because West. There's like, there's fifth. There's a group of fifteen to twenty players that are just so much better than everybody else, and we're talking about the best basketball players in the world. A scrub. Uh, coming off of any NBA practice squad is better than anyone you know, unless you know an NBA player, which I doubt, but they're better than anyone you know at basketball. You can know someone that's really, really great street baller, not as good as an NBA bench uh, bench player. Uh, Scalabrini or whatever uh, a couple years ago proved that, where all these guys say, oh, this dude, this white dude just sits on the end of the bench. He doesn't do anything. And he went out there and he schooled all these fools. It wasn't even close because he practices against NBA players all day. And you take how great those guys are, and they are nothing 
compared to the top 15 to 20 guys, and you have them grouping together on these super teams. Uh, you know, so I guess what is more respectable? You know, I know Kyrie Irving is an idiot that thinks that the world is flat, but he left Cleveland to try to go be the guy in another team to, to Boston. So he's supposed to be the guy. Now, Boston was really good even after he got hurt. So he's not really doing it all by himself. But I, I don't know. Is um, is Kyrie Irving the best player in Boston uh, when everyone's healthy? I think he's pretty close, right? Yeah, I mean, you hit it before, just kind of circling around on this, that if when you can find 75% of the league's best players on four teams, and three right. of those are on the West and one are in the East, it's a problem. That is an overall problem. Competition is always... What do we always talk about football? Football's so great because of the parity. Parity is fantastic Any for sports. Any team can win from year to year. You have to have except that. Except for Cleveland. You right. have to have that. What did everyone say last year? Oh, it's going to Golden State and Cleveland. And that's what happened. Predictability is your worst enemy. But the NBA has all also caught itself in multiple spots where it's been a complete hypocrite to find out. Like, who are you, NBA? Because here's a perfect example. Baseball is built for dynasty teams. The Yankees for a long time were good. But we've had the most parity in baseball of any other sport. And maybe maybe uh, NBA fans start watching baseball a little bit more because, uh, you know, uh, we've had the Patriots in the AFC forever, and um, the, the Golden State in Cleveland has been the finals for three straight years. So. In 2014, David Stern and the NBA rejected a trade. It was a three-team trade where it had the Rockets, the Hornets, and the Lakers. Here was the trade. The Hornets got Goran Dragic, Kevin Martin, Luis Scola, and New York's 2000. Uh, let's see, wait, with the and, oh, and this was the Rockets had and the new and New York's 2012 first round pick. So repeating here because I got confused there. Hornets got Dragic, Martin, Scola, and a first round pick that was owned by the uh, New York Knicks, which ended up becoming Royce White. The Rockets received Pau Gasol and Lamar Odom. The Lakers got Chris Paul. That would have put Chris Paul on a team that I believe had uh, Kobe Bryant. I don't believe... I might be wrong about the date on this trade, by the way. I'm just reading this article. Was this 2014? Yeah, I think it was 2014. And Oh, wait, no, no. This, I think this was 2011. Yeah, uh, it was, yeah, it was 2011. Ago. So this article I'm reading. Because I, I was all jazzed up about getting Pal. Yeah. And I think this that team had Shaq. I think Shaq was on that team still. Is that right? Does that sound right? Maybe. Uh, maybe. Kobe I'd, Bryant was I'd there regardless. Kobe Bryant yeah, was there. Yeah, the team was very good. The I NBA, think Powell was on the team. The NBA point. stepped up and said the competitive balance to this doesn't add up. Think about this for a second for what has just happened in the NBA. DeMarcus Cousins just signed a contract for $5 million to join four of the best compilation of players we've ever seen lebron james manipulated the cavaliers to completely rehaul the roster for him and then he leaves and he is handpicking the players that are coming to play in los angeles while los angeles also by the way is building a roster that is going to completely be free agents next year and they are going to go sign big players depending whatever else they do this year probably demarcus cousins to be honest with you the NBA vetoed a trade. This trade right now, I look at this trade, I'm like, this is a really even trade. Hornets got Dragic, a first-round pick, 
Kevin Martin, Luis Scola. Scola was a dude at the time. Rockets getting Pau Gasol, Lamar Odom, and the Lakers getting Chris Paul. This would be one of the least rejectable trades by any I mean, standards to in be the honest, NBA that, this day. That team wouldn't have been that good. It, they would have had Kobe and uh, Chris Paul, but they you said they traded away Powell, right? Powell's gone. And Lamar Odom. And Lamar Odom. So the remaining players on that team were like Luke Walton, I'm looking Meta it World up right Peace, now. Theo Ratliff. Meta uh, World Devin, Peace, yeah. Steve Blake, uh, Matt Barnes, Steve Shannon Blake, Brown. Yeah. I mean, th- this, this team is not anywhere close to the Warriors super team. No, it, I mean, the so, roster would have been, what, Paul Bryant, uh, Meta World Peace, stupid name. Um, maybe Matt Barnes would have started, and do they have a big, they have any big man? I mean, they were trading away. They I would have Andrew Fisher. Bynum. That's it. Andrew. Did they have, oh, uh, they had Andrew Bynum? Oh, God, Andrew Bynum was there. Yeah, you're right about that. <laughs> what a disaster. <laughs> and Joe Smith. Uh, they had Joe Smith. No, but you're right. Like, how much better did that make the team? I don't know. David Stern stepped in. That was the first step to be like, hey, we're watching this stuff. You look you at it the, now, uh, and it's ridiculous. The, it doesn't look like they're watching anything. They just let It all is happening, and it's it's diluting the product. It it's it doesn't look enjoyable to watch. Like, why am I going to watch the regular season? Oh, because the Warriors are going to win 75 games? I don't, I don't care. Yeah, I mean, look. Uh, Purists he, will he, always watch, Bogdan. Purists are going to defend and there's it. There's a couple things here. Does DeMarcus Cousins signing with Golden State change anything that was going to happen next year anyway? I mean, it, I, I know what you're no. saying. I know what you're saying. It and, doesn't. But I, I do. I think it, it does. Like, how is this team going to get beat? Now, the storyline will be when they do, if they do, that the whole thing could change. Uh, wouldn't that be, that would be the best thing but check this that out. ever happened for the NBA. This super team, who's already won three rings gets trounced out by, you know, the Lakers or the Rockets or somebody. Well, I mean, there's so much more we have to see. With no the, one from the, the East. Yeah, but he, well, here's the problem with the East, though, is there's only two teams. It is the 76ers, pending what maybe they could there's do. There's three teams. And there's the Celtics. The, if Raptors the Celt- are pretty good, too. Eh, there's two teams. The, the Celtics <laughs> are the team. I'm telling you right now, this is a Celtics-Warriors championship. Like this is what the NBA Finals are going to be, and the Celtics have the ammunition to make a uh, another move. They could make a bigger move. It's just not parody. It's a like the purist is going to be like, well, listen, I want to watch. Back. So what? I said, even if the the Celtics don't make a move, they get Gordon Hayward back. Yeah, they, the entire year. they got a ton of great players. They got a little mini super team on their own. But what I'm saying is, and when I don't want to hear it. To be honest with you, the purist is going to defend and be like, well, listen, guys, you know. The NBA, we, we got to love the game. Uh, you got to still play the games. They got to be played. And, you know, the Celtics are really good. And the 76ers have well, young look, talent. Still it, doesn't, be, it doesn't matter. It's going it, to be what we expect. It's going well, this to be is, the this Warriors. This is a problem the NBA's had for years, though. I don't think this changes the NBA's uh, dilemma. It just shines it, a light on how stupid the whole process does. is. But I mean, look, if you like basketball and I'm not I'm not sitting here being a purist to Welsh. It's just a flat out fact. If you like basketball, there's still going to be really good games that happen on a night to night basis. Yeah, you know sure. what I mean? You know, but, Even, but it's not much watch, watch like, TV. It's not like the, the, the must like watch. Houston versus Utah is still going to be a fun game to watch. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, it's the Houston versus Utah. Yeah, they played in the playoffs. Utah's I, pretty I good. Never man. watch that game. I would never uh, turn on that game. Okay, Houston versus Oklahoma City. Is that better? Your guy Russell Westbrook eh. is there getting a bunch of stats and not winning. What anything are the games I want to watch? I want to watch uh, early games of LeBron James as a All Laker. All you want to do watch is watch uh, Joel Embiid play for the Sixers. Yeah. You don't 
count. You, you don't Celtics, count. You're not a normal Celtics, NBA fan. Celtics, so. Sixers, Lakers, Warriors. Those are the games. And and you're going to see ESPN three-day coverage of when the Lakers are going to play the Warriors. That's going to be the absolute biggest story. LeBron James versus Steph Curry and DeMarcus Cousins' team. That's what the buildup is going to be. And... It's just not for me. It's not for me. I'm not saying I'm out on the NBA. I'm not going to be that person. I still love basketball. I'm going to watch games, but I don't think it has me. Like I'm fantasy gonna, is the main thing. Like yeah, and I'm not going to step into the were, season being like, man, anything could happen. You know, the Suns really did a good <laughs> job drafting with it, uh, and that's what I was going to mention. Like no. all the teams that are excited about uh, their first round picks. You know, and look the the Mavs. Made made some moves, right? They're gonna they got DeAndre Jordan. They drafted Luka Doncic. How like, bad? How bad do uh, the Hawks look right now? Trey Young. I mean, not <laughs> good, uh, Trey summer. Trey Young has not looked good in the summer league so far. But yeah, I mean, it, it's like you know, Mavs fans should be excited. They've got a lot of pieces, but they're Suns not going to do anything. Yeah, <laughs> Suns fans should be excited. They got they had Trevor Reza. They got DeAndre Ayton. Yeah, contract yeah, stuff be... with Booker. The, the The future is bright, but guess what? It, it's bright for a six seed. That's what it's going to be. <laughs> do you agree that they've got? There's got to be some consideration, and I don't know how you do this. To be honest with you, the the reseeding has got to be. It's, it's, it's got to be happen. reconsidered. They really need to I just kill divisions. They got to kill. Uh, uh, I was about to say AFC and NFC. They've got to kill the West and the East because it just doesn't work. Yeah, I mean, you can still make schedules based on that, and you can still have division championships and stuff like that based on. Uh, East versus West, but I think you're right. They need to reseed the entire playoffs. It needs to be one through sixteen making it. So, and that means like if that bracket means style four, tournament, baby, have a seed exactly. show, have a seeding show. That'd be great. And, and four teams make it from the East, then four teams make it from the East. That's that, you know. And and I know people are would be upset about well, we like our Lakers versus Celtics, you know, championships and all that kind of stuff. Well, that can still happen. Or you could see him in the playoffs because happening in the championship is so rare. You know what I mean? You can see those matchups in uh, just in the second round, third round of the playoffs. That would be a lot of fun to see. It's going to screw with fantasy, too, which is so interesting because, you know, a guy like DeMarcus Cousins. Those great players are now not going to be drafted so high. He's going to take a hit, man. What, What You know, first you look at guys like DeMarcus Cousins and, you know, I mean, Clay Thompson always gets his. He only needs a quarter to score 24 points. Curry is always going to be his own. Durant's going to be his own. But how does Cousins get hit? How do guys like Kyle Kuzma, you know, who just became kind of a dude, Brandon Ingram, how are those guys going to be affected? Ultimately, what ends up happening with them? Um, there are guys that take boosts. You know, Kevin Love, pending what could happen in a trade, I mean, he takes a boost if he becomes the offense again. I, th- I, th- well, I believe there's I, more I negative even, than positive. I, I might- I might even argue the point that, okay, sure, Curry and Durant, you know, not much is going to change early in the season. But if you're playing head to head and not Roto, and you're in those championship weeks and Cousins is coming back and putting up some good games, it's going to be at the expense of one of those other four guys. You know, Draymond, uh, Clay, Curry, or Durant are not going to have a good game if these other guys are. I mean, they're going to try to be, yeah, you know what I mean? You're right. Someone is. The amount of mouths they have to feed unless they score 150 points, which, guess what? It's possible. It is really possible. But that probably also is why you kind of get back to right now um, the eliteness of Kawhi Leonard and why Kawhi Leonard is so sought after because you've got these teams that are so highly balanced for offense. How are you going to counter it? You've got to right have now, great defenders. Right now, head-to-head league. You want Durant or you want Giannis going into next year? I want Antetokounmpo. 
I want Giannis. Give yeah, me, me Giannis. Too. Yeah, me too. It's too complicated. Play more games, and he doesn't have four amazing stars around him, especially in championship. Curry's the only one that will be not affected by the by these moves. I, I you want to say Durant's not going to be, and I, and I will believe it. But Curry is going to have the ball in his hands. He's going to shoot. He's going to get his shots because he has the option for it. But yeah, you look at stuff like that. I do. I mean, to be honest with you, I'd ask you this, Bogman. Who do you want? Kevin Durant or LeBron James? Mm, yeah, I would probably take... Uh, you know what? LeBron played 82 last year. Durant yeah, played 68. Who, are the hell, who the hell is the guy that's going to take all the shots away from him? They have facilitators LeBron. on that team now. Yeah, it's LeBron and Lonzo as long as... Uh, you know, Lonzo might not be there by the end of this month, be the end of this week. LeBron, hey, LeBron might legitimately be a top two or three overall fantasy player. I mean, the scope of fantasy has changed. The scope of the NBA has changed. How do we sort it all out? And that's what we have to figure out. We'll be back, so don't go anywhere. It's in this league. That's Scott Bogman. I am Chris Welsh. We are in this league. And we'll be back right after this break. Have you ever wanted to have a fantasy expert in the palm of your hand? Or better yet, in the pocket of your khakis? Well, check it out. Now you can. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Download it now to your phone. We promise no weird viruses, no strange tracking things. Just 24 hours a day, seven days a week of pure fantasy knowledge dropping all over your head. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Stop being a weirdo and streaming it online. Get it on your phone. Take it with you everywhere you go. It's in this league. You've got to come back with me. Where? In this league. Great Scott. Can we go back? You got to come back with me. DeMarcus Cousins signs with the Warriors. <laughs> we got to stop him. Great Scott. We've got to stop it. There's a whole lot we got to stop. Hey, Bogman, uh, do you want to go to a 2018 World Series game? Yep. Okay, well, it's not an offer, gonna but they're the, going to be the D-backs in there, so yeah, better well, go. Okay, <laughs> delusional. Uh, that would be like the Rockets are going to win the NBA Finals. Hey, I mean, one good quarter away from going, and do, they would have beat Cleveland. Let me, let's be honest for a minute. Do you think the Rockets have a shot at winning, getting no. to the finals? No, okay. not now. All right, well, uh, the Diamondbacks actually might have a shot at going to uh, the World Series, and you as well. Tune in to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network this week as we'll be playing the DKMS Trivia Challenge for your shot to call in with a chance to attend the Fall Classic in person. How about that? The number to play is 844-843-6879. That's 844-843-FNTSY. The contest is sponsored by DKMS, who are looking for your help in the fight against blood cancer. For many patients, bone marrow transplant is the best chance for survival. 30% of patients can find a match, but 70%, that's nearly 14000 each year, they are reliant on a stranger to step up and donate. Find out how you can help the cause. Go to dailyroto.com slash DKMS. That's dailyroto.com slash DKMS. It's the DKMS Trivia Challenge, July 8th through July 17th. Call in and win. I wish we were involved in a call-in and win. Remember when we were taking calls? That was fun. It was fun. 
And now we're talking about DeMarcus Cousins. We're we're just like screaming into the ethers. <laughs> Old man scream screaming into the wind. Now, uh, we haven't even mentioned this. I mean, we barely been, mentioned LeBron going to the Lakers. Should we just open up with that? Oh, man. What do you mean? LeBron? Uh, just Lakers? talk about LeBron going to the Lakers. Like how, uh, how right like, I was? You were very, very right, and I have to give you absolute credit. I just can't believe it was that fast. Like He, it he was wanted just, to pick. Dude, he wanted to handpick his team, and he did that. He's brought in uh, Cal, uh, what is Pope's name? Oh, Catavius. Catavius Caldwell Pope. There you go. I just completely At least it wasn't a Spanish name. Rondo, Pope, uh, just kick Randall out of town. Get out of here, you scumbag. He just renounced his contract. Yep. He went and signed with the Pelicans. Good young player, and they're like, nope, you can suck it. He does not want to play with you. But they wanted that money. They wanted that money available. And he wanted Okay, so you were so right about that. And Lance Stevenson? Oh, my God. Lance Stevenson on that stupid team? Ridiculous. Uh, But you were so wrong about Paul George. Yeah, Paul George opted to stay. Yeah, it's really weird, the... um, like that, like that, like that support that Russell Westbrook got, especially with—I mean, not that anybody necessarily knew what Demarcus Cousins was going to do, but to see Paul George, like, I got to return, you know, allegiance to Russell Westbrook. When I think it's fair to say Russell Westbrook single-handedly shooed stars out of Oklahoma City. I mean, maybe it was <laughs> Oklahoma City that did it, but like nobody wanted to play with Russ. Is Paul James George didn't okay? Want him. Well, here it's one of these two things. Either Paul George is like the nicest guy ever, a bottom, and, uh, right? He's a bottom, or he wants nothing to do with the pressure that comes with LA. I don't think so. Uh, well, I mean that's that's an interesting way that you. Put I would. It. I mean, I would be surprised if that's the case, because, I mean, this dude a couple months after absolutely shattering his leg in the Olympics went back to play in the Olympics. Or I think that month, team. I think what the, the team does. Oh, yeah is they look at themselves and they, they really felt that they were close. They felt they were only just a little bit away. And they weren't. And they really weren't, but they felt that way. Steven Adams took a big step up. They technically still have Mello. I think there is rumors that there could be a buyout. They signed Erlens Noel, which I think is a killer idea and a, and a, and a contract to bring in. Because that guy, if you have Steven Adams... I mean, Adams this is Ner- put up or shut up. Like, he's got a... He's got a- actually do it this well uh, think of how kind of like sneaky this is so they could have adams and noel george westbrook and then they also signed uh raymond felton to a contract who you know he is a facilitator a point guard right felton westbrook and george i mean george and westbrook take all the shots in the world Nerlens Noel and Steven Adams are just down in the block, banging, uh, you know, putting in offensive and defensive rebounds. And you got Felton who's dishing out the ball. It's actually, if the NBA weren't so rigged and such a garbage league to look at, <laughs> it actually would be a team that I might be like, hey, you know, the Thunder are a team to watch out for. They're not. To be honest, like the, the NBA is the most Cousins exciting league the in, in all of sports if the Warriors go away, right? Oh, like if we just like blow them up? No, well, if the, I'm just saying, like, whatever happens, they don't play any games. Now this entire league is yeah. super fun so to like, watch. So, like, just like California, they're in California. If they oh, could just secede from the man. NBA. Man, so if California falls off into the ocean, I mean, the Rockets are, uh, you know, 10 to 1 to win. Dude, my whole life, because I'm from California, I'm uh, born in the Bay Area. I think that's all I ever heard was, like, so... just wait. California goes into the ocean. 
And my almost my entire uh, life, oceanfront property in Arizona. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. As soon as we moved to Arizona, I was like, "Oh, we're gonna have ocean, we're gonna have beachfront property. It's gonna be amazing." Yeah, oh, California uh. goes into the ocean. I think the rest of the West Coast is up to the is uh, up to the Rockies is in the water. Yeah, so yeah. And we don't want it either. Prices so. of avocados and oranges will be twelve dollars a piece. <laughs> but um. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I would like guacamole at Chipotle. That'll be ninety-eight dollars. That'll be ninety-four dollars, please. <laughs> would you like chips? No, I'm good. I'm gonna need a need a loan for that. But I, I do think it's interesting, and they would be a team that I would pick as like, hey, this is kind of actually a well-constructed team. I think George and Westbrook can run the team while you have uh, you know built pieces that really make sense. But that's not the NBA anymore, and that's so interesting. Why, like, that's what LeBron is doing. You forget that they've got Brooke Lopez. So you got Brooke Lopez. You got LeBron James, Brandon Ingram, and Kyle Kuzma. Two super young, good pieces. The team don't they technically still have Isaiah Thomas, or is he a free agent? No, he's a free agent, and he's looking to sign with the Magic. I mean, that's probably going to happen very, very soon. Uh, I mean, Alfred Payton went to the Pelicans. That's an exciting signing for them. They were pretty good last year. The Rockets uh, got a Paul back. So, like, there's some exciting things going on. The draft just happened. Yeah, Everyone... the Rockets just signed Michael Carter-Williams, Bogman? Yeah, I, totally. It's the, just the best moves ever. How excited so, are you about that one? I, I don't care about Michael Carter-Williams. Well, I mean, uh, I mean he's a good role player. Dude, so whatever. I think you just mentioned this, but that Mavericks team with you got DeAndre Jordan, Harrison Barnes, Wes Matthews, Luka Doncic, I really Dennis like Smith, your son's Dirk. team. To be honest, I think that is a good squad, especially adding Ariza. I mean, Ariza is super underrated. Uh, I think that is an excellent signing, and they got Aiton now, and they got Josh Jackson. And they've got tradeability. I mean, they've got uh, TJ Warren, who seems like he is about on his way out now is how it's being looked at. So TJ Warren would be a trade asset that maybe they bring someone else in. Marquise Chris has been potentially on the block. They've got some... They've got some moves to do, but they're still a little bit too young of a team. But again, it's all relative, and it kind of doesn't matter because how are you going to beat the mega teams? How like we don't fully know the 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 grand scope of what the Lakers are going to do. And and again, I was kind of alluding to like I do think it's interesting with how the NBA has gone. Like, what is the? I want to know, and we'll know at some point the end game of LeBron James. What's the end game? Is it? You know, you're, be in you're movies pe- with The Rock. Oh yeah, and and do Space Jam too. Like you, I know you want the control. You're going to play with an organization that is going to stand behind you at every facet. You'll control everything. That's all great and fine. But what is the end game this year? Is it go? You know, who are the players? Are they going to make another splash? What is it next year? Is it beyond just being in L.A. and and the allure of it, or is there another big scheme? I just assume all these NBA players are sitting on a on a on a Slack How about DeMarcus chat. Cousin, DeMarcus Cousins goes and gets healthy with the Lakers and or with the Warriors, and then uh, you know he's free agent next year, signs with the Lakers. Well, I think that's going to happen. I, there was a rumor I saw that Anthony Davis just bought a seven million dollar house in Los Angeles. That's not a rumor that happened. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, that's happening. But so people are looking and they're like, all right, so next year Anthony Davis and Demarcus Cousins maybe go both come play together. Or it's and Anthony Kevin Davis Love is from you know he went to UCLA. His dream has always been to play with the Lakers. Well, I mean so. there are rumors that the Cavs are now looking at trading him, which they should. The Cavs should embrace the rebuild. They've got Colin Sexton, and that's it. Who else do they have? <laughs> well, I'm actually literally look on their, their team right now. Terrible. I don't even know who they have. It's their funny. One is, of our guys in the army the other day, he's like, so. 
I put all the guys on the right teams after this free agency period, and I simulated, uh, I simulated the playoffs, and it was the Warriors beat the Raptors four to two the in the Raptors. finals. I don't know how the Raptors got got two, but uh, the the Cavs were the eight seed, and I was like, how did the Cavs make the playoffs? This is their starting roster right now: George Hill, J.R. Smith. I mean, this is. Roto World has not updated this. I'm going to call it maybe Rodney Hood because they have C.D. Osman, uh, Kevin Love, and and Tristan Thompson. So you maybe put Larry Nance. I mean, Larry Nance will probably move to the four if they trade Kevin Love away. You've got Colin Sexton, who probably maybe you move him to the two or the one. They got to get some young pieces, and there have been long, long rumored stuff of Kevin Love going to the Suns. It never seems to go away. I've just heard it's not going to happen. I just like that's dead. You you can stop saying. How about this it's one? Over. How about this one? Follow me on this one. This would be an interesting one. No. Jimmy Butler, fed up with the young talent in uh, Minnesota. A lot of rumors that he does not and will not resign in Minnesota. What if you had a Jimmy Butler for Kevin Love swap and bring Kevin Love back to Minnesota? I mean, I, I get that, but I think that the the Wolves are way more likely to trade Wiggins to keep Butler because they kind of well, like. He's also kind of sick of uh, of Cat. I I think that um, I don't I don't think I've heard he's more upset with Wiggins. I have yeah, really no, he doesn't want to play stuff. beside Wiggins. That's yeah. Well, who would? Sure. He's a shot. He, he's a terrible shot, and he shoots all the time. So and he plays no defense. So. You know, think, that, uh, that, the Cavaliers wish they had uh, Wiggins back. I mean, sure. Of course they do. Hey, so, maybe that's a trade. Kevin Love. You see, they Andrew took Wiggins. down the the we are witness sign that's yeah. been up in Cleveland forever. But what so. about that? Bring Wiggins back to Cleveland and send uh, Kevin Love over there. I mean, that's fine. Uh, do that. In Minnesota is uh, much better now. They got their big three in Cat, Love and, and Jimmy. So and Jeff Teague. Maybe That's it's a good team. An, maybe it's Andrew Wiggins and uh, a that pick, team or... might lose four to one to the Warriors. <laughs> maybe. Maybe it's got to be like Jang, Jang and Andrew Wiggins for Kevin Love, and then I mean, whatever it is, you know, as long as it's not one of those other four. But uh, then other you, three. Yeah, but then fun. you got a roster of Teague, uh, Jimmy Butler, Kevin Love, Carl Anthony Towns, and and some other player. You know, Derek Rose resigned maybe. But then the Cavaliers would be able to put out Sexton, Wiggins, maybe have Jang and Larry Nance. You know, that would be kind of your core. And Jordan really, like, if they do that trade, is Wiggins like now the seventh best player in the East? I mean, I mean it's gross. think about that. that so it's bad. it's really really gross. It is gross, and the and the NBA in general is gross, and um, the free agency is kind of a joke. It's just unfortunate. I know there's a lot of people that are sick of hearing it. There's a lot of defenders of Golden State. I've seen people being like, "Well, man, you know they played within the rules." Well, they did. But, I mean, but the know, lack of parity like is really frustrating. Blame, you can't blame Golden State or their fans. Like, of course they're going to be excited. You know, if this stuff was happening in Houston, I'd be like, "No, the rules in the NBA are." are are fantastic. They're geared towards the players doing what they want, and I love that. You know, I'd be all for it. So me, of course, of course, I'm upset and butthurt. I know that my Rockets, who are really good, they won the most games. They were in a franchise for the Rockets. A, a you know a team that has some history, has uh, many Hall of Famers on it, and has won two championships before. They won their most games last year, and they couldn't beat the Warriors, and they won't now. So. Long-term option, this is just straight sports talk here for a minute. 
you see guys like we also got the summer league going on and uh, Jaron Jackson just absolutely going off. Our guy Jonas Nader is just like he's sitting at the top of the roof. He called him a Hall of Famer. He literally said a no doubt Hall of Famer, potential number one overall pick. And we were both like, whoa, (laughs) (laughs) hold up. Well, I hit him up the other day because after that first summer league game, there was this total fanboy blurb. And I was like, you, and this is on the right. I was like, you had to have written this fanboy blurb. And he was like, was it that obvious? Just know this. <laughs> if you read Roto World and you see a Jaron Jackson blurb, know that it's from Jonas Nader. Jonas. I is, mean, as long as it's a page and a half long. It's one of those where like, whoa, why yeah. are we saying this much about him? But, but you know like, okay, I mean? a guy like Jaron Jackson, I mean, he could be a fantasy stud and he could be a real NBA kind of stud. You have Marvin Bagley, who's uh, really playing. I mean, he played great in the last game, but he's been playing well overall. Looks like he can be the face of the Kings. Trey Young not playing so good, but here's what I'm getting at. I'm worried about the culture of the NBA, that these guys, the guys like LeBron and Kevin Durant, they didn't walk into a league that was built around, like like their stars weren't building super teams. But these guys like Jaron Jackson and Marvin Bagley and DeAndre Ayton, who are so focused right now on making the money. Aiton, all he cared about was being the number one pick. I don't think he cared about being a son. I think he cared about being the number one overall pick. They're watching an NBA where their heroes and and their peers are colluding to build teams well, it's not together. Colluding. Well, no, they they're coll- they are they're colluding together. That's the I mean that's the LeBron and Dwayne Wade type of stuff. I mean it's a big word when I use it, but in theory they are colluding together to build these super teams. I worry that it's beyond the NBA to be able to take a step back because. These guys are growing in. This is what they know now. The the stars of their uh, time, Chris Paul, LeBron James, this Kevin is our Durant. for saying Michael Jordan's the best player ever, and it's not close because he has six rings. You know, I mean that that's it's our fault. These guys want to win rings so they can be known as the best ever. I mean, uh, but it, well, they're not Jaron Jackson. <laughs> clearly, clearly, ask Jonas. They're no. They are no Jaron Jackson. Jackson. How much, by the way, do you want to go drive down to Vegas and go see any of these? I mean, that'd be great, you know. It's the only pure basketball going on right now. Summer League is the only (laughs) untainted basketball. And, uh, you know, I think our guy Brewski, who we had on the show last week, also sent out a tweet that said, people that say that uh, the NBA is going to be dead because of Golden State, they just filled their arena to watch the Summer League. So in the yeah. middle in the middle of the summer, so people can watch Jaron Jackson, Marvin. Bagley, the NBA so. is not dead by this move. It it doesn't kill anything like that. But what it does do is it deludes the product. I, I don't be surprised when we see maybe some of the lowest regular season numbers we've seen. Now, what will happen? Week one, you'll see huge numbers and ESPN and every I'm predicting right now you're going to see articles about the the great early season numbers the NBA has put up because you're seeing LeBron James as a Laker and whatnot but when the overall numbers are looked I think it's going to be a little bit of a different story so don't go anywhere that is our one we've got a whole bunch more two more hours because they let us do three because uh, fantasy sports radio network bunch of masochists over there (laughs) I am Chris Welsh that is Scott Bogman Don't go anywhere. A whole bunch more coming up. Whether you're listening on the app or the iHeart, we will be...